Hey, it's Pastor Ted Fabianic here from Faith Love Church in Melbourne, Australia. Welcome to our podcast. We pray that when you listen to this, you'll be inspired and blessed to reach the best things that God has for you. Last week, if we're starting up, I thought it was only going to be a three-part series, but I'm looking it's going to be a 10-year series. Is the... We started off, the miracle is in your mouth. So right now, whatever you need is no longer in heaven, but God's placed it in you. Okay. I just want you to th- just ponder on that. That whatever you need right now, God has already given it to you before the need to meet the need. So right now, we are in a position of reigning over every situation. You're very quiet. Religion has taught us, I need somebody to help me. The Bible says this way, don't say in your heart who will go to heaven and bring it down or who will go to hell and resurrect it, but the word is near you even in your mouth. So the word that saved you was in you. So what brought you salvation was something that God put into you and then manifest it in your life. Now, when you start talking about words and who you are, we did this last week, that when God made you, he made you into a speaking spirit. A speaking spirit is different from any other spirit. So when God, God says, I am spirit, When I created you, I created you a speaking spirit. So if there is a speaking spirit, there is a spirit language. So when God made us, he made us so so that he can communicate to us and we can communicate to him and then we can also communicate heaven on earth. So right now, You and I, our original language is spirit, not English, Cantonese, Croatian, American, Singlish. Because I am multilingual. I I know gibberish. I know Croatian. I know English. What's interesting enough is this. When I was first introduced into this world, I was taught to speak Croatian. Then my dad immigrated to Australia and I had a problem that the way I spoke, no one understood. So I had to then make a decision. If I want to be understood and if I want to prosper, I am going to have to learn a new language. So what happened with me is I went backwards to go forwards. 
I had to learn what cat, dog, chair, drink, spoon, train, cold, hot, yes, no. And then a shift happened. I no longer think Croatian trying to interpret it into English. I now have swapped it. I think English and I translate it into Croatian. You good? That's how we work. But I want you to understand something here that what's kept us in a position of vulnerability, what's kept us in a position where we feel helpless is that once we were born again, we never made the transition to learn spirit. The Bible says when God, God says that he speaks to our spirit. So Jesus is a spirit. When you were born again, you, were, you became a living spirit. And God has a spirit language. So hence, if the word of God is interpreted in any other language than spirit language, we get it wrong. You understand? Let me just, before we get into what I want to say, is this. You understand that when Paul says in Romans about Abraham, he says this. He spoke the things that aren't as though they were. Correct? Watch this. In the spirit, that's normal. In English, Singlish, Croatian, it's, what's he talking about? I want you to understand that the limitation on any language that isn't spirit, you can start to see that in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. He says, far above what you can ask, think, or imagine. In other words, he's saying this, your thinking is limited is because you're thinking outside of the spirit language, you're thinking normal language. And, and a normal language has limitations. See, the word impossible is an earthly language, not a spirit language. When I first started traveling, and I still do it now, uh, um, I've got an app. So when I go into another country and I'm in a restaurant, and I, if I want something, I use Siri. She's a good girl. She's on my phone. I go, Siri, how do I say in French, I want a short black? It's a coffee, right? See, the, the thing is, right, the provision is there, but I don't know how to ask for it. So what happens with us is that your natural language is limited, and the reason it is limited is because it's not, you're not talking spirit. That is why there's such a contention in speaking in tongues, is because when they were filled with the Holy Spirit, it was the Holy Spirit that gave them utterance. And guess what? What was that utterance? That people that were going past the meeting heard God being magnified in the language they could understand. The Bible even says when you speak in the Holy Spirit, you're speaking mysteries unto God. So what we have is when we start talking miracles in my mouth, it's a language. 
Miracles are a part of the language of God. Look, 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 look at this. In Hebrews chapter 1, verse 2, God has perfectly expressed himself in Christ. So when Jesus came, he started to talk the language of God. And I want you to understand something. If you can just let this drop into your heart. Every time Jesus spoke, there was an earthly manifestation. So God speaks, miracles happen. So God comes to a sick person and he speaks spirit and spirit manifests in healing. There's a financial need. God speaks spirit. Peter goes, gets us a fish, and there's gold in its mouth. So when you understand spirit, when you speak spirit, there's always going to be a manifestation of what you have spoken. Now, so what we are doing now is we are re-educating our thinking to go back to normal. So your normal is spirit, not natural. So, so people have this tension, you know, uh, supernatural, natural. Super, there's no tension. The two are supposed to coexist. The only difference is we need to stop, we need to swap. The natural comes first and then the supernatural. No, flip it around. It's the supernatural leads, the natural follows. Everything on earth is designed to be voice activated and voice deactivated. Are we understanding here? Watch this. Jesus spoke to a natural storm and it stopped. Why? Because the storm is subject to the higher. Jesus spoke to trees. <laughs> he goes through a tree and he spoke to it. And you go, he goes, I'm done with you. Dry up. And it obeyed him. The children of Israel needed water. God spoke to a rock. And the rock produced water. Come on. Now, I want you to notice this. So when God created you, he created you with the same language that he has. Can, can we just, can I lift it up on another level? Watch this. In our language, oh, I just remembered that I didn't put the cat out last night. Oh, I didn't put the rubbish out. That's earthly language. Heavenly language, remember, means this. When you remember, you act. You, you, you see this in Scripture. And God remembered that Hannah needed to be pregnant. So God blessed her with a baby. So what happens is this. Understand this. That's why people say, well, what do you mean God can't remember my sins? Because if God remembers your sins, he will punish you. So God says this, in an earthly language, remember, it's called information. 
in the spirit, remembrance means action. Ooh. So what we've done in our lives is we, 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 we've got two. Do I speak English now or do I speak Croatian? So the word of God says this, right? But to us living in these last days, God now speaks to us openly in the language of the Son. He appointed an heir of what? Everything. Through him, God created the panorama of all things and all time. So I want you to notice this, that the language that God has gifted you with is the same power and the same uh, degree that you can experience. So what we have is Jesus is being normal. Outside, we look at him, what in the world? I can't understand God. Listen to me very carefully. The only time that the word, I can't understand what God is doing, it is not, it is you're trying to see God through an English mindset without talking in spirit. You were born to understand spirit. So when we come to the word of God, it's a spirit word, not a natural word. Now have a listen to this. In Genesis chapter 1, Now, I want you to see how the Spirit works. In Genesis 1, it, says, it starts off, right, in the beginning God. So therefore, it means this, is that your language starts with God, not you. So therefore, everything has to be interpreted through God. Every situation, every word, everything we think about can never be understood in outside of the light of God. Now, I want you to see how powerful this is. In spirit language, God says, I only need one verse to explain the problem. I remember there's a, uh, 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 one of the apostles of the faith, he's been, um, gone to be with the Lord now, was Charles Chaps. And he made this comment. God spoke to him. He says, I told my children they can have whatever they want, but they keep telling me what they have. You're kind of looking at me like I kind of missed it. Think about this. We go to God. We tell him, oh, God, this is the problem. 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 We're telling God. And God, God never knew. How did that escape my but God says, don't pray what it is, pray what you want. Now watch this. So he, so he gets in and he says, I'll take one verse and everything is void, everything is there. And then after that, he no longer says anything, he speaks to it. Now listen to the first thing he says after he explains the problem. God said, let there be and there was light. In other words, is this. Something that was invisible became visible. See, what, what you're getting here is not just the description of creation. You are getting how you are designed to function. 
here's our problem. Listen to me very carefully. Because we've, we've dropped from talking spirit, we talk in English or in the natural language. You can have fun in the natural language. You can be sarcastic in the natural so, You know what people say? In, listen to this. If you drop to the natural language, people say this, don't take yourself too seriously. Right? In the natural language, oh, man, go break a leg. Oh, I feel, you know what? I'm so tired I could die. I'm so fed up I could explode. Come on. But just think about this. Our problem is this, is that we are so used to thinking in the natural that we become flippant in the spiritual. See, in the, in, in the spirit, God says you only speak what you want, not what you don't want. So what we have here, he says, God, God says, well, I don't want void. I, I don't want this. So he goes, says, now, because you, I'm going to teach you how to speak. This is God speaking to you. I want you to create. I don't want you to describe. Take one moment, the description. So the reason you have one verse for the description is that you will know what to say. So you don't go, I don't want to be poor. You don't, that, that's earthly language. Spiritual language is, I have been blessed over and abundantly. Natural language, I hope God forgives me. Spiritual language, my Savior died 2,000 years ago, took my sin, it no longer exists. Done. See, what, what we have here is that God is saying, I want to elevate you to a spiritual language. Have a look at this now. So God spends chapter one speaking. He creates man and have a listen to this. Listen to Genesis 2 verses 19. Now the Lord God formed out of the ground all the wild animals and all the birds of the sky. I want you to notice that. So he comes up and he says, I've done all of this. He brought them to man to see what he would name them. And whatever the man called each living creature, that was its name. Now watch, watch this, watch this. So God creates it, but he says, I want you to name it because if you can name it, you can master it. Sickness is a name, correct? Poverty is a name. Lack in certain is a name. And God says this, you have all of this, I am giving you the power to name it. And guess, get a load of this. It's still there today. A lion is still called a lion. Why? Because God said this now. He, 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 he's, he's something really deep. Adam doesn't have to consult with God. He doesn't go, oh, what do I do with this one? I'll call it furry. What, what do you think, God? God says this, is whatever you see, I've given you the interpretation inside of you, and what you see inside of you, I want you to speak it. Just, just think the level that you are at right now. Is, is that 
He brings them to Adam. So what does God do? He's, he's in the creation. So he brings a lion and he says, what will you name it? Because whatever you name it, it will be so. He's telling him the power of words. So what, what does he do? He starts to name it. And, he, and, and look at this. This one verse is absolutely amazing. Proverbs 18.21. Words have power in matters of life and death. And those who love them will savor their fruit. Message Bible puts it this way. Words kill. Words give life. They either poison or fruit. You choose. Now, I want you to, what's powerful with this verse is this. We are told that the power of life and death is not in heaven now. It has been given to you in your mouth. I grew up till this year thinking that the power of life and death were I had to talk to God and God had to speak on my behalf. And if God didn't speak, I was in trouble. And it gave me kind of sense of securities because I could say God didn't do it. I didn't have to take any responsibility. Well, the reason I haven't got that is because God didn't give it to me. The reason I'm broke because God hasn't blessed me. The reason I have no feet, the reason I have no peace is because God didn't remove the fear out of me. I had an excuse. But when I first saw this, I was going shopping to, to Coles. I had to pull over. And I got my phone and I'm looking at it and he's going, Fabiani, it's in your mouth. So we're going to learn this, right? Next week, you will find that every single time... Let me show you the power of words. Neurologists, or it's the science of the mind. They have, this, is, this is not Christian. But what they have found is that if you change your thinking, you can change your DNA. They actually even saying that the, the, the latest is this, is that every cell has a memory and every cell responds to words more than it does to medicine. That's why the Bible says when you think about God, it's something happens within your body. When you worship God, it affects your cells. See, what happens is this, is that man was created by words. The Bible says, in the beginning was the, and the word was, and the word was with God. So watch this. So when you are a word, you are designed to respond to the word. Your body, your soul, your mind, your imagination is designed to respond to word. So what, what we have here, he goes, 
the power of the, you know, words have power in matters of life and death. So God says, now you are going to have to choose. See, it always not bothered me, but I remember reading um, first time that I read the book of Deuteronomy. I, I, I loved it. And, and I got to the part that I didn't understand was 27. You got curses and you got all of that. And then at the end of 27, the Bible says there was a sacrifice and God took him between the two mountains and he said this. And he goes, today you can either choose cursing or blessing. The choice is yours. And I said to, I remember saying, duh, that's a no-brainer. Come on. Do you want to be cursed or do you want to be blessed? Oh, I think I want to be cursed. No, you don't. Everybody goes, I want to be blessed. But then he says this, it's your choice. How is it my choice? Is God says this, by the words of your mouth, you are either justified or you are condemned. So what does God do? He places this value on choice and says, now I choose to think like this. So what you have is, watch this, when you start to see Deuteronomy 28, you have to start reading and speaking blessing. I, will be, I am blessed going in. I am blessed going out. I am blessed in the city. I am blessed in the field. Everything I touch grows. So what God says this is that the moment they started to speak it, there was a manifestation of it. So just watch this. Why is there a contention on worship? Because worship is words, Correct. Do you realize that just now, you weren't just singing, you were speaking with music? And what's interesting with this is when you speak, it's not your accent, it's not your look, it's your words. Now, look at Psalm 119. May the words that come out of my mouth and the musing or the meditation of my heart meet with your gracious approval, O eternal one, my rock. What's he saying here? He's saying this, is that God wants you blessed and he's going, don't speak a word that I don't approve of. You know, because um, I started off as an electrical mechanic, became a sales engineer. And uh, one of the first things that I learned when I got promoted, I went from wor you know, working in a team, like building and designing stuff to actually designing, selling, management. And we used to then have to do quotes. One of the things that I first learned was my manager over me said, nothing leaves this office that it doesn't come with my approval. Everything that you quote for, everything, and he said this, because you are not representing Ted Fabianic, you are representing this multinational company. And what you do affects us. So whatever you are going to say, so what happened was this. I, became a, I became, went into sales. The first thing they said to me, Fabianic, Number one, your name is too long. I said, what? He goes, Fabianic's hard to say. So they, so they said, we're going to short your name to Ted Fab. So I just said, look, give me a bit of grace. Give me a double B. So my name was Ted Fab with double B. And then they said this to me. 
Now, because you're representing us, you're not representing Ted Fabianic, you need to dress a certain way, and you need to drive in a car in a certain way because you're representing us. So number, the first thing they said, now your vocabulary has to change. You're no longer a tradie. You are a sales engineer. You no longer work on an hourly rate. You now live on results. Everything had to change. But when what ha- the biggest one was, I would write a quote. It would go there. And then they go, that's not na-da-da-da. I, I had to learn that everything needed approval from headquarters. So what does God do? He says, my will for your life is blessing. So what comes in out of you will either remove the blessing Frustrate the blessing. So what I want to do, so this is God now saying, because I want to bless you so much that I want you to, before you speak, get approval. So now, when you say, I am broke, did you get approval? I, I don't feel forgiven. Did you get approval? Who authorized you to say it? Ah, why in the world did I have children? Did you get approval? My wife is, did you get approval? My boss is, did you get approval? I work so hard and look what he's driving, look what I'm driving. Did you get approval? Ah, I don't want to go to church this morning. Did you get approval? I don't want to pray. Did you get approval? Come on. Come on. Because let me show you this. God will cancel any language that isn't spirit. If you, if you think why I've got all these papers is because I am, the way you're looking at me, I've been looking at God for the past couple of weeks. Because when I saw this, because we're taught to speak our mind. Isn't that interesting? People say, hey, you know, what's your problem? And you feel if you speak your problem, you feel better. Okay, now watch this. What what does the psalmist say, right? Don't live with the counsel of the ungodly. What's he talking about? He's not just talking, we'd be thinking advice, but the counsel is speak like this. You okay with me? How many of you have ever told somebody your problem and the problem didn't go away? Everybody, can you do something for me? I want everybody to lift up their hands. Thank you. I, I, feel, I feel much better. But come on, we've been taught, you know what? You've got to express yourself. Okay? The problem with expressing yourself is this. Now, watch this. When you say the problem the first time, it's this. This is the problem. And then there is a full stop. And then what we do, like in the book of Genesis, then we start to speak to it. 
But when we start saying it over and over again, what we are doing is we are energizing the problem so that it can live and spread. That's why doctors, you know, you, you know they go, we've got, to, we've got to stop the spread of the disease, right? Isn't it interesting, right? You get a little cut. Just, just a little, little cut, a splinter of something. But if you don't treat it, it gets infected. And what happens with infection? It spreads. You get a little splinter and your whole hand's puffed up. So what happens is this. This is how the demonic works. It says this. The more you talk about the problem, it starts to spread. It's like gossip. So see what, what, see what we've been taught is speak, you know, God, but Ted, I'm speaking the, the reality. No, what, no, no, no. God says this, now you're a spirit being, and spirit beings talk like Jesus. You okay with me? S say you are. Because see, see, see what we do is, is look, can, can I be really honest with you? My vocabulary in the past month has probably dropped by 50%. And then, and, then, and then God spoke to me about some of the television shows I watch. You know, the one where he says, Ted, isn't it interesting? You just watched this series. You really enjoyed it. But in every series, everybody was struggling. No one ever had a breakthrough. They all had momentary, momentary breakthroughs, but not lasting breakthroughs. Why are you feeding on that? Um, my music with words has decreased. I, you know what? I used to love the Rolling Stones. I only don't know that. Something got Rolling Stones, so I used to stone it rolls. Right? And one of, the, one of the songs I used to love singing, I Can't Get No Satisfaction. <laughs> Everybody's going, oh, can, can you imagine it? 20 to 30,000 men and women, some married, some not, singing, I Can't Get No Satisfaction. And we go, oh, Ted, this is just words. No, you're a spirit being that speaks. And speaking is always followed by manifestation. You're going to love me. You're going to go, man. You're going to go home and you're going to go, delete, 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 delete. <laughs> hey, baby, you haven't said anything in 10 days. Mm -hmm. um, just gesture to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. See, you and I are born to rule. And so when Adam was designed, I want you to get this. I mentioned this before, but it's worthwhile mentioning again. When God says, I want you to extend the garden, he never gave him a shovel and a pick and a bulldozer. He didn't say, Adam, conquer the world. Here's a shovel. Henceforth, is this God. I, I, I'm no laborer, I, I'm a speaker. Now, you know what? God says, speak to it. So when every time Adam spoke, something happened. That is why you want you to understand when Satan wanted to get back into the action of the world, he came in with words. We have been so fascinated with the apple, and the Bible doesn't even call it an apple. 
a kumquat, watermelon. <laughs> but see, we live in a society that says, speak your mind. Because we don't understand that, we struggle with God. God says, I made a covenant with you. Then he says this, what's a covenant? Covenant is words. I will never leave you, I will never forsake you. What's God saying? Words. He goes, and you, you, I'm getting ahead of myself, we're going to get that into next week. But I want you to get this, right now, you can change the rest of the day just plainly by what you say. Now, look at Proverbs 30, 32. If you have been foolish enough to initiate yourself in some high position or have um, considered some sort of evil plan, clam your hand over your mouth. Wow, what's that all about? Watch this. Every word starts with a thought. And every thought is designed to be spoken. I'm going to teach you how you how spiritual think now. Watch this. The Bible says, these are the plans I have for you. These are my thoughts towards you. So God says, before I bless you, I thought of the blessing that I was going to manifest in your life. So what God does now, think about, can I talk on this level? So when God created you with language, he also created you with the thoughts that Men, I'm getting ahead of myself. So when God created, giving you a language, he also made you that you think in the same language. So therefore, you are created to think like God. That is why Ephesians 3.20 says this, is that the language that you are operating on earth is inadequate to understand the Scripture. So, so, so Paul says, far above you can ask, think, or imagine. So what happens is this. People talk to you, and they go, you've got to come back to reality. But you see, what happens is spirit language has its own reality, and it's heaven's reality. That is why Jesus, when they said, Jesus, how do we pray? And he goes, Jesus goes, that's really easy. He goes, what? Our Father, we art in what? Heaven. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning, God. Thy kingdom come. There was darkness on the earth. There was thing. Thy kingdom. So what's God saying is that my kingdom is coming to your mess. Thy will be done. That what you have thought of me let that be transposed into the life of me. As it is in heaven, let it be on earth. Let the thinking that is in heaven, let it be on earth. Let the speaking that is in heaven, let it be on earth. Let the acting that is in heaven, let it be on earth. So the Word of God says this. The first thing, as we come to a close, is that Satan wants from you 
is to introduce you to thinking on a lower level. That's why the Bible says, my thoughts are what? Not your thoughts. As my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. So God says this, the reason you're not speaking spirit is because you're not thinking spirit. So then you start to understand Apostle Paul in the book of Romans chapter 12, verses 1 to 3. He says, be ye transformed by the renewing of your... You know what he's saying? Let me give you the Ted Febricelli version. Train yourself to think spirit. Because you're a spirit being. When you start to think spirit, you will feel at home. You will feel who you really are. So what's this? So now, like it says, let, let's, can, can we just go back? May the words that come out of my mouth and the meditation, what I think about, of my heart, meet with your gracious approval. So what, so what we need to do today is the next time you speak in your spirit, have I got approval? So when I feel a pain in my body, I go, God, what should I say? When a bill comes and I look at the bank balance, what should I say? God, I don't feel at peace. What should I I say. And God says this, if you can't say the word, zip it. Oh, Mr. Fabianic, what do I do while I've zipped it? You go to the word, find the appropriate word. Doesn't the Bible says, when, when, he, when he's talking to Jesus, now Jesus is t teaching them a new language, right? The disciples, correct? And he, and he says this, now watch this, watch this. And I, ooh, I, ooh, I've, got to, I've got to stop, right? Jesus is talking to his disciples and he's teaching them a new language. They're loving it. They are eating, they are living and living of the fruit of Jesus' lips. And then Jesus does this. He goes, a short while from now, I'm going to be crucified and I'm going to die and I'm going to go back to my father. And you know what? The, and all of a sudden said, no, 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 God, we're used to hearing you speak for us. And then he says this. I'm going, but I'm sending you a comforter. And he will remind you of everything that I have said. He says, I'm giving you the Spirit. And what does the Spirit do? The Spirit searches the heart of God, and then he manifests it to us. Do you realize that you can quote, you can say a scripture that you've never read in the Bible, but because God speaks to your spirit? Don't limit yourself. Now, next, next week, this is what we're going to learn next week. God's word, your mouth, equals his miracles. God's word, 
your mouth miracles. That is how the word works. And what I need you to do is before you make a comment, before you say something over yourself, over your family, over your finances, does God approve of what I am about to say? I can keep going. That is why Joshua chapter 1, and he says, he says to Joshua, Joshua, do you want to be successful? Let me show you how you can be successful. He says, don't let the word of God come, stop coming out. He says, he says, day and night, meditate on my word. Don't let my word depart out of your mouth. He wasn't saying not to speak it. He says, if you continually be thinking my word, you will be continually speaking my word, and you will have continual success. So I'm going to pray for you right now. You know what we want to do? I am believing now that it's a supernatural thing that we can put an end to every negative word that we have spoken. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be good? Come on, we've, we've all said stuff. You know, and, and, and right now, we don't need to know what we've said, but what we're going to do is we're going to pray. And I believe that the presence of God is here, and I believe that the anointing that God's placed upon me at this very present moment, I have the authority to do this, and, I, and I'm going to do it. And also for those that are listening, is this, is that we're going to ask the Holy Ghost, and He's going to cancel every word that God has not approved of. Come on, why don't you stand with me? The Spirit of God is here. Why don't you just lift up your hands? Father, we just thank you. Father, we just thank you that you're here. Father, we just thank you that we're talking spirit right now. And so, Father, right now, we're, we're going to ask for a miracle. And, Father, we're, we're going to ask that every word that has come out of our mouth that you have not approved of to be canceled. Every word that has been spoken about us to be canceled. This is the privilege of being born again. So Father, right now, I ask you, Cancel every word that you have not approved of. Just, you don't have to shout it out, but just, just, just say, it. God, cancel every word. And Father, also, cancel every word spoken about us that we've come into agreement with. So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus. Father, let the Holy Spirit just, just come over us right now in a new way, in a blessed way. Father, I just thank you from this day forward, I will succeed. From this day forward, my body is coming into full agreement with the Word. My finances are coming into full agreement. Father, my family is coming into full agreement. Father, in the name of Jesus, and Father, I just pray that Holy Ghost, that we, would be, that we would become so in tune with you 
that every word is going to be a spirit word and every spirit word will manifest in Jesus' name. Amen.